Hello again, and welcome back to the Farmington Players Audio Theater. My name is Andrew Scott. Previously on He Shed, She Shed. I saved a bottle of Chateau La Chaume Margot 2013 just for you. Annie. I know we need to talk about everything I said and did, but maybe enjoy the party a bit. Annie, I'm sorry. What for? I'm the one who... Donna talked Gwen into taking me as a client and then went to Ocelot's. They want me to do the Ocelot Super Bowl commercial instead of Richard. I told them no, but Donna threatened to out me in the press. How could Donna have found out? I don't know. Tad, maybe? Someone from the team? Some jerk named Sidney was poking around. Annie, Annie, my teammates will think I did it for publicity. Any respect I had from them will evaporate. I'll be the team pariah. Oh, Hunter, we'll think of something. He Shed, She Shed, Episode 7, Elvis Has Left the Building. On today's episode, the Shed plans move forward as Richard and Annie fight City Hall for Annie's permit. Annie convinces Ocelots to shoot its Super Bowl commercial without Donna's script and gets a saucier ad than she bargained for. My latest to-do list, console my inconsolable husband over losing his Tarzan gig, devise a vengeance plan against Donna, fight City Hall over my shed. I've got more fires to put out than Smokey the Bear. But with stress comes clarity. I've lost some big battles, but I haven't lost the war. Yet. Monday morning at the Papadopoulos house. What? No breakfast? So let me get this straight. You got Richard a Shetland pony? It was an impulse buy. An impulse buy is a purse, not a horse. Mom, Richard's been so down about losing the ocelot contract. I thought it would cheer him up. And you couldn't consult me first? You mean like you consulted me about your plans to gut my bedroom? That was a horse of a different color. And get this, his name is Elvis. And the real Elvis had horses. Talk about aligning Richard's aura doojiggies. You bought this horse because of his name? Yep. And if his name was Captain Morgan, I'd have bought him for you. I'm insulted, but impressed you nailed the brand. And I can care for Elvis. Remember, I have three years of animal husbandry under my belt. But we have no place for a pony, and he is not sharing my shed. I rented a small pop-up barn. It's like an Airbnb for horses. And if things don't work out, we return it, along with the horse. Like Richard could ever do that. You know how attached he gets. He even bonded with his pet rock. What is that? Elvis's humble abode has arrived! Hi, Bambi. The stain color... Hold on. Let me go check the plans. Isn't this exciting, Daphne? Hey, what's this mark on Elvis's hip? Just a small brand. That reminds me, did Annie ever mention getting a tattoo? (laughs) No, why? 
Hopefully at her age, she's not thinking of one. It's nothing, just curious. I'll go tell the guys where to set up the barn. And I'll go in and calm your mother. Moments later. That color is perfect. Thanks, Bambi. So, Richard, adding more stress to our life? It'll be fine, Annie. Didn't we talk about getting a pet once? Once? A chihuahua doodle. 400 pounds lighter, if I may weigh in. Having Elvis is the final finishing touch to my man cave. You're tense. What else is eating you? Everything. Hunter's blackmail predicament has me tied up in knots. Donna's a fungus among us who's taken over my life. I need to knock her out once and for all. Hey, you still have your robe on. How about a full body massage? Lie down on the couch. There you go. Try to relax. And all this shed stuff. Bambi to review plans, Cherry to look at chairs, then you and I fight City Hall. Okay, deep breaths. (sighs) Moving down to the gluteus maximus. That's where the stress congregates. I'm sure Sherry and I will talk about... Richard! Did you lose something? You don't want any anxiety slipping through the cracks. Oh, I thought maybe you dropped your wallet. Just making sure I worked out all the tension. Okay, enough with the feely-mealy, Romeo. Fix me a drink. It's only 10 a.m. Well, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, darling. After things calm down, Richard goes shopping at Tiki Tacky Tiki. Who knew Tiki Tacky Tiki had a brick-and-mortar store? I know, Joey. Isn't this furniture great? Just when I think your bad taste has reached rock bottom, you begin to dig. I'm looking for a statement piece. Didn't Daphne make you a coffee table from that chestnut tree? I love Daphne, but as a woodworker, she's a great tree doctor. I hear ya. I used that bowl she made me to scoop out the cat litter. So what's going on with you two? We have three failed marriages between us, so we're taking it slow and enjoying each other's company. How about you and Annie? Good. One strange thing, though. Before he left, Mark mentioned Annie has a tattoo. I have no idea where it is. And you've been married how long? I bet it's in her ear. It's like a treasure hunt, Joey. Come hell or high water, I'm determined to find it. Annie heads to the coffee shop to finalize the plans. This all looks great, Bambi. I completely trust your mom with this shed. You didn't need to meet me. There was another reason. Okay, I admit it. I killed the air plant you gave me. I think it died from too much oxygen. Hunter stopped by Ocelot's and told me everything. The commercial, the blackmail. I feel awful. We've got to do something. I don't have a plan yet. But I've been thinking about Donna. How easy it is for her to destroy people's lives. I wonder if she's done this in the past. In the book, The Art of War, it says to overcome an enemy, you must get to know them. We need to find out more about Donna. She has a nephew, Sidney, working with her. It's supposed to be a big secret, but Tad heard him call the cow Aunt Donna. Get him to the bookstore. Maybe I can conjole some dirt from him. I don't know. You don't have a deceitful bone in your body. I admit, my feminine wiles are a bit rusty. But what's there to lose? Half Tad gives Sydney this gift card to the shop. It's good for this day only. 
maybe he'll come in. What if he recognizes you from the commercials? I'll put on a wig and use my real name, Beatrix. (laughs) Undercover disguises, aliases. I am liking this new stealth Bambi. Is there a photo of Sydney on the website? Good thinking. Leave nothing to chance. We're poking the snake, Bambi. This could blow up in our face. Down at Gwen's office, Frank gets some news. So, Gwendoline, let me get this straight. I create two genius commercials that make big bucks for us a lot, and now we are feeding the horses? That is beyond stupid. We're switching Tarzans, Frank. Richard is too old. No one thought so until they talked to that she-dog Dana. I am smelling a rat. Yeah, about that. You need to switch your deodorant. Our reputations will be ruined if this commercial fails. Look, Donna knows the head ocelot and convinced him to go in a different creative direction. Not my problemo, Frenchie. Well, they are wrong. Richard as Tarzan, he connect with our Jane. His loincloth does Vatusi dance when she is near him. Ugh, I try not to look. It hurts my eyes. Let's show some focus group images of this hunter guy with Bambi. Get feedback. Is a piece to do? Well, make it happen ASAP. A lot rides on this Super Bowl ad. Screw up, and I'll strangle you with that scarf. Across town, what's going on at Ethan Allen? So I suggested to Hunter that he donate his fee from the Ocelot's commercial to a charity picked by his teammates. It deflects any narrative about Hunter being a publicity seeker if the worst happens. Sherry, are you listening to me? Yes. Yes. No. No, you're not. It sounds like you're... Annie, you have got to get this massage chair... I'll buy a shed membership. It's set on undulate. Oh, baby. We're looking at bar stools, huh? Not reclining vibrators. I need something to take my mind off my depressing demotion. Poggy manager. Boy, I count handicapped spots in my sleep. I may have to sell memberships to my shed as a source of income. Lower, you naughty lazy boy. Oi, this chair does it for me. So Tad's not doing it for you or to you anymore? Annie, it's not just that Tad and I are kaput. We were never anything. I mean, sure, we stopped on Thanksgiving, but his mind was somewhere else. Since when did you start dating men for their mind? The goy boy is history. End of story. And you and Richard? Good, I think. This morning he gave me a massage. I can't decide if it was erotic or creepy. Oh my god, this girl, you still got it. Uh, Richard's lost it. His scalp rub felt like a chimp looking for fleas. Oh, oh I want to see the new pony. Would you say his name was Elvis? Yes, and it's happy as a clam at the Papadopoulos Retirement Corral. Honestly, that horse naps more than Richard. Today I caught them napping together. Please tell me they weren't spooning. (laughs) (laughs) Stop by Friday night and meet him. He's cute, even if he is old and ratty looking. Elvis, that is. Maybe I'll invite a few people. Uh, Lovely. A pony party sounds much more fun than our pity parties. Put the 
Get Vibra Chair on low, and I'll tell you about my undercover operation with Bambi. We're going on the offensive against that she-devil Donna. At the office, Tad makes a decision. Tad? I'm here to see Donna. I'll just go with Look, I'm sorry. Sydney was being chummy, and I just told him that we had dinner after the game. That's it. That jerk assistant trainer outed you to Donna, not me. Just forget it. No, I owe you a big one. Meet me for a drink? What about the whole Sherry thing? That was a one-and-done deal. Call it aggressive cougar attacks, drunken boy toy. You were awfully accommodating. Some people are so open-minded the brains fall out. I was curious and drunk and horny, but it didn't mean anything permanent. Yeah, when it comes to men, Sherry is quite the eager beaver. So, you know, about that drink... My treat. For a guy with a trust fund and a Maserati, I don't get why you even stay at this place. I wanted to learn the ropes from Annie. You know, work my way up. But Annie's gone and Donna treats you like shit. What's keeping you here? Seriously, dude? You haven't figured that out yet? So, Hunter, you have some charity idea you want to run by me or am I interrupting a boys club meeting? I want to donate my fee from the Ocelots commercial to a cause chosen by my teammates. That makes the team look good and cleans up that part of your blackmail scheme. Don't be such a drama queen. Everyone wins. Ocelots gets a pretty boy Tarzan, and the world won't know which team you really play on, as long as you play nice. You haven't had one original idea since you took this marketing job. You should thank Hunter for throwing you a bone. Perhaps you'd rather he threw a bone at you, Tad. I'm curious about that degree from Michigan on your wall. What is it for, hmm? Basket weaving? Don't waste my time with your insults. You'd better toe the line. You have nothing on me. How about going behind my back with the Lion Lions ad? The Big Cheese probably frowns on rogue team players, so watch your step. Come on in, waste of a stud muffin. Oh, and leave your phone with Sydney. I don't want any surreptitious recording of our meeting. You can't trust anyone these days. I'm not giving Sydney my phone. Are there nude pics of your teammates you don't want him to see? I'll hold your phone, Hunter. That's decent of you, Tad. Give it back to me tonight at Joe Muir's, say 6 p.m.? I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. Annie, it's Tad. Whatever you're planning to get back at Donna, count me in. It's Tuesday at City Hall. Number 372. Okay, Richard, our number's up. The story of our life these days. Mrs. Papadopoulos, David Doolittle, how can I help you? I need to appeal my declined permit. Annie, let me handle this. Your Honor, we throw ourselves at the mercy of the court. I'm a zoning commissioner. The height of my shed fits the regulations. Let me look it up. Hmm... There does seem to be a discrepancy. Looks like you want the height to be 90,000 feet? I'm not building the Tower of Babel. It should be nine feet. Edie probably typed this up. The zero key sticks on her computer. I'll fix it and resubmit your permit. Anything else? Your Honor, may I approach the bench? Again, just a zoning commissioner. I received a citation and fine for operating a pet cemetery. Let me see. Hmm, looks like there's a complaint from your neighbor. Gladys, that meddling busybody. 
So you're saying there is no pet cemetery? Technically, no. There are no pets. Just poor, wandering roadkill. I buried my gerbil in a shoebox when I was seven. I get it. You get it? And you're competent? And you work in government? You must not be related to Donna Doolittle. Lord, no. She married into the Doolittles years ago. I always gave her a wide berth, and she did the same. She's some bigwig with the lines now. Yes, head of marketing. My old job. Don't you need a college degree for that? You do? Wait, are you saying I'm saying when my cousin married her, she worked as a waitress. Got fired for stealing. They divorced. She worked as a bookkeeper. Got fired for embezzling. If she has a college degree taped to her wall, she forged it. Did she do jail time? Are you kidding? It's nearly impossible to prosecute those crimes. Plus, Donna was banging the accountant at her firm and he turned a blind eye. Ergo, the divorce. Next, number 373. Thank you. It's been enlightening. My advice, stay away from Donna. Like the song says, she's like a wrecking ball that's no longer connected to the chain. Later that evening at Joey's house. Finally, Daphne, a quiet evening at home. Did Richard buy anything at Tiki Tacky Tiki? A cheesy macrame hanging table and chairs that say, I'm on Tiki time. (laughs) He also asked if I had designs on his daughter. So quaint. What did you tell him? That I want to marry you so I could call him dad. (laughs) Did he run out of the store screaming? He did. Fortunately, there were no trees around, although I was concerned about the shrubbery. I need a bowl for the salad. Where's the one I carved for you? Yeah, about that. Speak of the devil, Richard. What's up? Joey, get over here. It's Elvis. I think he's dead. It's after midnight at the Papadopoulos house, and Richard gets some bad news. Oh, Lord, Richard. What happened? I let Elvis out for a bit, and he sauntered back into the barn and went to sleep. At least I thought so. Oh, he does look dead to the world. He can't be. Daphne, quick. Check his pulse. Looks like he had a horsey heart attack. Quick and painless. I can't believe it. I killed him. No, you didn't. Listen, Richard. His former owner lied about his age to get me to buy him. Shetland ponies lived till around 20. She said Elvis was 15. So how old was he really? 25. Definitely past his expiration date. No wonder he expired. This is my fault. Buying you a horse with one hoof in the grave. You tried to cheer me up, Daphne, and I love you for that. Rest in peace, Elvis. I'll miss our naps. You gave him a good life. He was only here three days. So you gave him a good 72 hours. I'll call animal removal. No! Elvis was family. He's going in the cemetery. We'll dig the hole tonight and drag him over on Friday. Rigor mortis should kick in by then. Your neighbor's light is on. Think they can see us? Gladys and Bert? Nah, they'd need binoculars. Gladys is asleep and Bert's watching porn. Come on, guys. Help me dig a grave. Next door, the neighbors Gladys and Bert get suspicious. Geez, Gladys, would you put down those binoculars? Something fishy's going on, Bert. Richard is with someone. But why are they digging a hole? And why so late? Who cares? 
Do you think he killed Annie? I heard they separated, and you've seen Richard in those Tarzan commercials. (laughs) You need to lay off the trashy crime novels. You need to lay off the porn. I'm not. Would you please come to bed? They're done digging, for now. But Richard's going to bury a body soon, I'm sure of it. He's trying to get away with murder. Wednesday morning. So your shed contractor is hardly at work. When does your furniture arrive? Tomorrow. Oh, I invited people over to meet Elvis. They can see my shed progress and check out my sexy bar stools. Tomorrow's not good. Elvis was ill, so the vet said he shouldn't have visitors. He might have something catchy. Darn. Okay. I'll cancel the party. Make sure they check Elvis for narcolepsy. He sleeps so much, half the time I think he's dead. You have no idea. What? I said, wait, are you getting hard of hearing? I hear perfectly fine. Sometimes it's just wax buildup. Let me check your ears. Richard, what is your problem? It'll just take a sec. So, quite the skinny on Donna, huh? I'll say. I passed it along to Bambi and Tad. My mojo's coming back. I feel emboldened. Oh, yeah? Hold your hair up. Looking in your ear... Do you see anything? I don't know. You tell me. What? Keep still. What do you mean, emboldened? Well, maybe it's time for me to visit your two-timing agent. I see something. Deep inside your ear, it looks like... What? I'm guessing... a heart? And I'm guessing you failed anatomy. I meant the earwax. It looks like a heart, but isn't one, but... I'll check the other side. Richard, drop the Rorschach wax test. Oh, I'm serious. Gwendolyn was wrong to give in to Donna, and she's responsible for this mess. Nothing wrong with a friendly visit. I don't think that's a good idea. Gwendolyn likes to give me the cold shoulder. Let's see how she warms up to me when I hold her feet to the fire. That afternoon, Bambi gets a visitor at the bookstore. Hello, may I help you? I got this one-day-only gift certificate and thought I'd look around. That certificate also entitles you to a free coffee in our cafe. I was just going on break. If you'd like to join me, I can tell you about our store. Ooh, yeah. What's your name tag say? Beatrix. Always nice to talk to a pretty girl. And you are? Extremely versatile. Sydney O'Malley. Oh, okay. Um, Sydney, what do you do? Moments later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But enough about me. Maybe we could go out sometime. Drinks, dinner, a movie. Or you could come over to my place and see my etchings. Oh, my God. You still have your etch-a-sketch? So do I. Victoria? Oh, sorry to interrupt. Are you guys on a date? Hey, cool wig. What are you doing here? I know, like I read, right? I was in the neighborhood, so I dropped in to ask if you could take my shift. I'm not on a date. I'm just talking with a friend. With potential benefits, baby. So, you have another job? Part-time waitress. Victoria, you're talking to an important man, assistant marketing manager for the Lions. He works for Donna Doolittle, who was written up as a woman to watch. Oh, my God. 
Is she related to Dr. Doolittle? <laughs> you are hilarious. She's just a Doolittle by marriage. Her real name is Christine DeVille. Like Cruella DeVille? In the Disney movie? Yeah, like that. <laughs> in business, you have to step on some toes to get what you want. That's how it works in the real world. Why would she change her first name? Why are you so interested in my boss? I'm not. I was interested in you, and we got off track. I better get back to work. Victoria, I will text you. I need to take a picture standing between you two sexy ladies. I'd rather you didn't. Please? Oh, yeah. Now you can brag to the guys. You had a Sydney sandwich. Is that like a Dagwood? No, it's a Sydney. My name is Sydney. And your last name is Sandwich. I have a puppy named Pumpernickel, Mr. Sandwich. We have like six degrees of separated bacon. Yeah. Victoria, Wait, you what? really have to leave. I need to get back to work. Sydney, feel free to browse our books. Hey, give me your number so I can call you. How about if I call you instead or text? See you later, Bambi. Bambi? I thought your name was Beatrix. It's not. I, I mean, it is. It's both. And this cell phone pic, you covered your face with the menu. I'm very camera shy. No, you're not. You're in that TV. Victoria, camera. you have to leave. Pumpernickel needs you. Thursday afternoon at the deli. They told me I'd find you here. Joining me for lunch, Annie? Because I didn't invite you. What did it cost you to sell your soul, Gwendolyn? A free pass to Disney World? Richard should be in the Ocelots commercial, and you know it. Ocelots wanted a guy who looked like Tarzan, not like his father. You! They told me I'd find you here. Do you know what you need? Oh, an invisibility cloak? A brain! This hunter guy, one big snooze. No va 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 with our Jane. He was busy making eyes at the photographer. I'm sure you're exaggerating. I was there. The focus group fell asleep in their Starbucks. This is disaster. This is all your fault, Gwen. Yeah, chew on this, Frank. Ah, you hit me with that bagel. I have poopy seed in my eye. Give it up, Gwendolyn. Donna offered you a bribe and you held your nose and took it. You think my National Geographic trips are cheap? Donna had an intriguing client and I took him on. Case closed. And how dare you imply that Calm I took a bribe? Calm down, Gwen. We need to come up with a way to get Richard back in the commercial. Simple as that. Don't you see, Gwen? The drinking man with the big beer guts? They relate to Richard, not Hunter. They are the Asselot customers. The shoot is tomorrow. It's too late to get Richard in, and it's too cold for an old guy like him. Richard runs the Nude Dude 1K race every winter. Ouch, thinking about that gives me brain freeze. It's for cancer. Hunter is donating his fee from the commercial to charity. Donna's already done publicity. We can't take him out. Then pardon moi, I go kill myself. Unless you have both Richard and Hunter in the ad. That just might work. I rewrite the commercial the two separate scenes. All right, all right. But we can't tell Donna. At least not until I cash my check. I call Richard right now to say he is Mr. Tazan again.
It's filming day at Belle Isle. Isn't this great, Bambi? Tarzan and Jane reunite to swing again at Belle Isle, although it is a bit chilly. 50 degrees today. Très beau weather for des trois in January. Warmer than Florida, says the guy not wearing a loincloth. You are tough. You are Tarzan, king of the urban jungle. So the elephant, is he here to fill the background? Ha ha ha, funny. Meet Boobers, the rescue elephant. Very friendly. No schwinging today, Tarzan. You and Jane ride him. Didn't they have one in a smaller size? It's an elephant, you dolt. Now listen up, actors. You ride in simple straight line. Here is script with your singing lines, Tarzan. You will wear lion's helmet. Jane wear cheerleader outfit. Got it. Where's my saddle? You're Tarzan, you idiot, not Roy Rogers. I knew we should have used Hunter for this scene. It'll be fine, Gwen. Boo Bears is kneeling for you to get on. Upsy doopsy. Oh! Whoa! We're really high! Isn't this fun? Make a straight line, Richard. Point A to point B. Got that? Okay, donkey. Cameras, action! Here in Motown, the mighty Motown, the lions play tonight. Cold mojitos with your burritos, the lions play tonight. Look, I see a mouse! They're in the grass! Good eye. Is that a problem? Elephants are the largest animals on the planet, but they are deathly afraid of mice. Hopefully Bubbles won't see it! She saw it! Hold on! She's running for the river! Richard! Point A to point B! Straight line! And he goes for an isosceles triangle. She's swimming out to sea. What do we do? Be calm and wait till Bubbles settles down. What's that giant stick floating towards us? Is that an alligator? In the Detroit River? Damn these drug dealers. They get bored with their exotic pets. Shows them in river. So irresponsible. How do I steer this thing? Not to worry, Richard. Alligator will not attack elephant. Boobells is safe. I wasn't thinking of boobells. The alligator's moving slow, Richard, and the water's not deep. We can dive off bubbles and swim to shore. Come on, jump! I can't dive, Bambi. I'm going to slide down his trunk. <coughs> bubbles, stop rearing your head. Oh, Dagnabbit, I snagged my loincloth on her trunk. I can't get it loose. Hurry, Richard! Alligator may snap at Boobell's trunk. They'll be great for commercial. Uh, Gwendoline, can we add 15 more seconds to spot? To see Richard eaten alive? I'll add 30. Hang in there, Richard. Do it for your art. Keep the loincloth, Bubbles. I'm jumping. Geronimo! Oh, my God. After a long day of shooting, Richard makes drinks at home. So how was your shoot this afternoon? Memorable. 
things got delayed when bubbles wouldn't come out of the river. Bubbles? The elephant. Long story, long day. I'm ready for a quiet night. Oh, no. I forgot to cancel Elvis's party. Hunter, Tad, hello. Hi, guys. I'm ready for my pony ride. We come bearing gifts. A year's supply of organic grass seed. Hi, Annie. I brought a candle with a fresh-cut hay scent. Oh, um, thank you, Bambi. And I bought a heated horse blanket for Elvis's naps. That's very thoughtful, Sherry. What am I saying? It's horrible. What? Not his brand? Is he already hooked on designer stuff? <laughs> Hi, Richard. We're here. Joey? Daphne? You were supposed to come later tonight. Mom invited us. We thought you'd change the party to awake. I even brought a few bottles of Dark Horse Cabernet to toast Elvis's passing over the Rainbow Bridge. Awake? Uh, why are we having a party again? Elvis is dead? Elvis died, everyone. Oh, no. no. <sighs> Two days ago. A heart attack. I didn't want to tell Annie because I knew it would break her heart. Oh, cut the crap, Richard. This is devastating. Tell me about it. This grass seed is non-refundable. I made my peace with it. Daphne got Elvis to make me feel better, and I did. We were going to bury him tonight in the cemetery. By my shed? Over my dead body? Get off your high horse, Mom. There's a bunch of dead bodies there already. So this one's a little larger. Big deal. We dug the grave, Annie. We won't touch your shed. I promise this will be the last dead animal I bury. I need closure. This will help Richard with his grieving process, Annie. I meant to tell you earlier, Richard, my Range Rover that we were going to use to pull Elvis, still in the shop. We came in Daphne's smart car. Just one last thing, Annie. Love, I need to borrow your Mercedes. Moments later. You should let me drive. No, it's fitting that I lovingly drag Elvis across the lawn to his final resting place. Having you by my side is comfort enough. Oh, go slow. Don't attract attention. Gladys has her light on. Gladys and Bert get concerned. Bert, Richard's dragging a body with Annie's Mercedes. I told you he killed her. She would never let him borrow that car. But if it's Annie, why drag her with a, with a car? Why not carry her? Who knows? She did gain a few pounds after retirement. True. Maybe Richard doesn't want her to throw his back out. Or he wants to add insult to injury. It can't be Annie. I just saw her th this morning. You're right. It's someone else. It's too dark to see who it is, but they definitely have a bit of a horse face. The last I heard, Camilla was still in England with Prince Charles. Well, they're burying someone. I'm calling the police. In the car with Annie and Richard. Richard, stop weaving! I can't see it when it's so dark! The top's down! How can you not see? Where are your glasses? I misplaced them again! Why is everyone scattering? Because you're driving too fast! Ah, uh, the gas pedal's stuck! You're gonna hit my shed! I'm swerving! Not that way, Richard! You're gonna drive it too!
the grave. You okay, Annie? Fine. My Mercedes, not so much. Officers, I can explain everything. Richard's explaining. This may take a while, but we have wine. Plus chips and your famous Rotel dip. I know a great way to make popcorn on the stovetop. Ooh, I'll help you. I know a great seasoning recipe. And I'll spread the heated horse blanket on the lawn. Bambi, light your candle. Consider it lit. What a beautiful night for a wake. Nanny and Richard look for some R&R after a long week. A ticket for desecrating a carcass. Could have been worse. Daphne called Animal Control. They'll pick up Elvis tomorrow, and I'll get a tow truck for the car. I'm sorry about your Mercedes. And I'm sorry about Elvis. I'm glad you're having him cremated. Daphne convinced me. She's using his ashes for my statement furniture piece, a giant molded planter for my ferns. What an exhausting day. Here, I never finished that massage. Richard, what's this about? You've been treating me like a game of Where's Waldo. Dang it, Mark said you had a tattoo, and he knows where it is, and I don't. Oh, you're looking for the tattoo? It's right here. Really? I thought that was a mole. You know how I always liked Pink Floyd? One year for a birthday gift, Mark got me a tattoo. It's a moon. Remember their album Dark Side of the Moon? It looks like a piece of blood sausage. Oh, we were young. You think Mark could afford a high-end tattooist? I'm going to get a tattoo, too. Then we can have the connection. How about if we get you one that looks like a lunatic on the grass? I'm sure that's how the policeman saw you tonight. I really made a mess of things today. Mark got one thing wrong, though. He told you I was avoiding him so I could decide. Yes, between the two of us. He said that to save face, Richard. There was no decision to make. Marrying you has made my life a comic strip for over 20 years, but I can't imagine being with anyone else. Me neither. Oh, uh, hello? Tad, it's late. Oh, oh my God, that's great. That's great news. Okay, let's talk tomorrow. Tad just cured cancer? Oh, we finally caught a break, Richard. Tad has a lead on Christine DeVille. Is it too late for martinis? It's the best of times. It's the worst of times. Elvis left us for that great green pasture in the sky. I got my gig back with ocelots. Our sheds are full steam ahead. Annie is hot on Donna's trail. Everything's coming together. I don't know how it's all going to end, but I'm sure it will be wild. You've just listened to He Shed, She Shed, Episode 7, Elvis Has Left the Building. Written by Marilyn Zerlach. Directed by Maureen Mansfield, David Ranke, and Tim Timmer. Featuring the voices of Tony Targan as Richard Papadopoulos, Nancy Cooper as Annie Papadopoulos, Rose Randall Warner as Sherry Wine, Dave Durham as Joey Green, Ann Kraft as Gwen Lafarge, Barbara Bruno as Donna Doolittle, Christy Schwartz as Bambi Devine, Andy McNamara as Hunter Bronkowitz. 
Today's episode also featured Tristan Seaver as Tad Singleton, Keith Furstenberg as Sidney O'Malley, Nick Zerba as Frank, Ansley Barnard as Daphne White, Stacy Nellis as Victoria, Rick Mickley as David Doolittle, Ellen Doman as Gladys, Danny Dubin as Bert, and many thanks to our team of players backstage, our production director, Eric Nogus, our audio and video engineer, Brennan Harvath, and our logo was designed by Marilyn Zerlach, and me, I'm your host, Andrew Scott. We hope you have enjoyed our program, and please don't forget to hit the subscribe and notification buttons to make sure you get alerted anytime we upload new content. Thanks for listening to the Farmington Players Audio Theater. Bye for now.